For the whole month of February, we woke up at the exact same time every single day, no matter what, always. Simply to see if it would do anything or change anything or if we would learn anything from it. Mm-hmm. It didn't really seem like a very big challenge or a big deal when we thought of it. But this was a big one. <laughs> this was pretty effective yeah. for me. It, how did it go for you? Well, uh, or, or I, what did you think before we did it? Well, I think as we talk through this, we're, we're going to have gotten different things out of this. Um, I think I was the one to propose this. And, and the reason was that I needed to fix my sleep schedule because it was, it's always a bit of a tenuous thing for me. I, I always tend to just push the go to sleep time later and wake up at irregular times. And it has a tendency to get out of control. Um, and I, I kind of have come to understand the power of a shared Google Sheet where everyone has to log their their thing in view of everyone else. It, it, it's really incredibly powerful for reasons I don't fully grasp. So for very selfish reasons, I wanted to con everybody into doing that with me to help me fix my sleep schedule. So it did 100%. Took a little little doing. There was a few rough days in there but for the most part it it got me to to what i needed and um it it works i i think that in the past when i have gotten my sleep schedule into a fairly good place it wasn't as good as i thought or or i wasn't quite as meticulous as i thought um i figured i've been going to bed at pretty good times i've been waking up at pretty good times um but this month of having to be very religious about it and and document it for the whole month, uh, it it really kind of shows you that you know what you're not quite as good as you think, and right, it, you know there, there's a lot of little little slips here and there that matter, and so it's gotten very good. In fact, well, we can talk about what we want to do in the future, but I I don't set an alarm in the morning anymore, and. You know, I, I still have the lights that, that go dim at night and kind of cues to help me get to bed, but I, I'm pretty much able to go get in bed and then fall asleep within 10 to 20 minutes, which is amazing for me. I mean, that yeah, is... didn't you have a lot of, like, oh, insomnia issues before? Yes, yes, very... I won't say very bad. Let many people have it worse, but pretty pretty rough, you know, for there... It was not unusual for me to go to bed and then watch the sun come up seven hours later like that was a thing that happened just every once in a while at the very least it'd be an hour or two on average probably for me to really get to sleep so i mean again it it wasn't like it went from horrible to perfect right at the start of the month because i had i've been working on this for a while but the the religiousness of this month really really got that to the the next level for me and according to my watch, I've been getting an hour to two or an hour to two hours, roughly, of deep sleep every night, which is great. Uh, really great. That's, to me, uh, a, a less appreciated because it's harder to measure, obviously, but that's a, a pretty major aspect of sleep that I think makes a huge difference. Anyway, you, how was you, it you may have just said it, but how many hours of sleep did you get a night, uh, roughly, during this? Oh. Well, I said for deep sleep, it was an hour or two a night, um, which I've been tracking with my my watch. Uh, total sleep has been about eight hours um, of actual like oh, okay. asleep and then awake. Uh, about eight, I mean eight and a half, something like that. I've been, yeah. you know, I I haven't had a very constricted sleep schedule. It's not um, not like yours, where you're getting up stupidly early. I you know I'm getting up at eight fifteen, so as long as I you know go to bed at 11:45 or so it's it's pretty good yeah well for me it what i've done in the past is try to get up early around 5 30 6 6 30 whatever that's sort of like my when i'm feeling really ambitious and mm-hmm. you know want to do a bunch of stuff in the morning i usually try to aim for that time and i think what typically happens is i i'm able to do it for about 
two weeks really well mm -hmm. and then it starts to fall off and i think after doing this having to log it every day i realize i think it it's the weekends it's mm -hmm. every weekend you end up catching up on the sleep deprivation and sleeping in and staying up a little bit a little bit late trying to relax and stuff and then it just kind of sets you back and then monday you have to get used to it again tuesday you're still getting used to it Wednesday, you're a little bit better. Thursday, you're feeling the deprivation of sleep. Friday, you're just done with it and you're ready to, to relax and then sleep in on Saturday. And then it's just this cycle. Like every single week, you're constantly fighting this, yeah. this thing that you're trying to get used to. And it's just a, a constant uphill struggle. So doing this, it was very difficult at first to get through that, that first weekend or two. Uh, but after that, you just get into this this groove and it starts going a lot smoother. And it it felt way different than what I've done in the past, even though I, I didn't think that it was that different. I, I felt like I had done this before, but I really had not. <laughs> Actually, that's that's what I was trying to say there, too, is that it, it feels like I've fixed my sleep schedule before, but having to really be explicit about it kind of showed that eh, maybe I was... 60 or 70 percent of the way there but not not near as much as it could have been i chose a really early wake-up time but i don't think and i think that was almost like a separate thing like waking up early is its own thing but waking up consistently was i think what we were really trying to explore in this so i don't know i just i kind of want to think about them separately because you chose like eight which is so, much different than 5.30, but yeah. it's still, you know, consistent time. I, I wanted to bring that up, too, because it, it feels like I did... I focused on one thing for this, which was I wanted a very consistent, regular sleep schedule, both to try and improve the quality of my sleep, but also to improve the quality of my wakefulness. And we've gone on about how vital your circadian rhythm is many times. And I, I was very happy with that. I mean, I feel... It's very noticeable, the difference in terms of my mood and mental clarity and all of those things. I, it's it's hard to overstate how vital regular sleep seems to be, for me at least. And I think plenty of science shows it's probably just the case for everybody. Um, some people disagree. I think they're wrong. Science thinks they're wrong. Um, but you did something else also and, and a few other people i think had similar experiences of it sounds like you got up early enough to i mean one you got the regular schedule part of it so that's important but then also you got up early and did things that were important to you before you started selling your time to someone else to do things that are important to them right it's right and uh, yeah. just judging by some of the reactions we got it sounds like a there were a few people who really bought into this, thought this was pretty amazing. It seemed like pretty much everyone. I don't I don't think there's anyone that did it consistently and said anything or, or had a negative experience. If you did say something, but I don't think anybody right. did. Right. And and yeah, so the, the waking up early part was a huge aspect to why I liked this. I gotta leave the house at about, you know, eight o'clock, eight fifteen. So if I want to do anything substantial, I got to wake up pretty early. So at 5.30, that gives me a pretty good amount of time of my own time to just do the things that I want to do. And now I I sort of got this whole like uh, morning routine going on. So I wake up and within, you know, 20, 30 minutes, I'm done with the morning routine. And it's right into, you know, all the practice stuff that I want to do. Oh. Um, phone was ringing. <laughs> what did anyway. what did you what did you do with that time? I mean, what? Here. So, well, I did a couple different things. I did a lot of drawing, um, working on stuff that I want to work on. I did that drawing challenge that I keep mentioning mm -hmm. in every single episode. I did a lot of writing. So, and we'll talk more about that at the end of the episode. But I, I did a lot of writing. Um, which I've been getting into um, sort of like journaling and whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, mostly that. 
Just okay. stuff that, that I really want to do, which I've always tried to do in the morning, but a lot of times I fail because I end up sleeping in. Yeah. But this was very freeing in a way where if I if I had kind of a bad morning, like I didn't get everything done I wanted to get done or I was kind of slow or whatever, I always knew that I would get the chance again the next day. And that was really comforting. And after a week and a half or two weeks, I started feeling, even though I was a little bit more tired than usual because I wasn't sleeping as much, yeah. I started feeling really in control, which is a weird thing to say, but I don't know. It's like I was really in control of my life. Like I knew that I'd be getting up at the same time the next day so I could do everything over again. Like every mistake that I made today, I can fix tomorrow. I was always learning from the day before it. And that was, it just, I guess it, it builds momentum. Like you, you just keep building and building and it's, it gets really exciting. You're just seeing like consistent progress. Yeah. And that's just really, that was really exciting to me. There's this, um, one day I'm going to figure out how to put this into words better, but here's my rough stab at it. There's this thing that happens. We've talked about dilating your vision, right? And in some cases it's a very literal thing of just actually seeing, you know, going for a walk and, and letting your eyes kind of focus on the periphery and, and what that does to you and how that's actually very relaxing. And it's, kind of the counterbalance to a tight cone of vision where you're really fixated on a single point. So there's the the literal part. But there's also this somewhat more metaphorical thing where your your mind is seeing more at once. And it's, it's like you're you're not necessarily dilating your literal vision, although sometimes that is the case, but you're also dilating your your perception to encompass more things. And it's kind of a hazy concept, but it's at the same time, one of the absolute most important ones, in my opinion, for, uh, I, I know I bring this up every week, but like my endeavor to get into Grandmaster and StarCraft, that's one of the, the most vital things that I learned was how to practice that dilation of seeing the entire game at once rather than fixating on a single aspect of it. Right. So I think there is some elements of that in your daily life where when things are a little bit chaotic your your mental vision gets very tight and let's say you just haven't haven't been real happy with how things have been going whether it's health wise or just your own interests and fitness whatever it is there's this feeling of you wake up and you're like today I'm going to fix everything and today I'm going to eat well and start whatever, losing weight or exercising and working on this project I haven't touched. And there's this aspect of it that's very narrow where you're, you're really thinking of today. Um, but if you can get away from that and like you said, getting up, early enough to where every single day you have this time that you're dedicating to something and it starts and it ends and you have to then think about what happens the next day. It's, it's like your, your vision starts to dilate across a month or three months and you start to see yourself along this timeline of, I did this thing today and it fits into the big picture of what I'm going to do tomorrow and the day after and the day after. And maybe I didn't do super well today. You know, I worked on some art projects or did some kind of practice thing and it wasn't quite as good as it could have been. But that it doesn't in, in the tight visual focus mode, you're kind of like, wow, I screwed up. Today sucks. But if you have that larger perspective you're kind of thinking oh well that means that tomorrow and the day after i'm going to do it differently and it's going to be more beneficial right things become yeah things become predictable and reliable and you 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 can start making plans and and know that you'll get to them because it's just this slow moving thing like you you will keep yeah. moving it's not it's not like you had a really great day on 
Tuesday and Wednesday, and then you slept in for for three days in a row, and then you mm-hmm. didn't have any time. And it's like that's really chaotic. But when you're doing this every day, whether it's a good day or a slow day or whatever, like it's still time that you you got to spend on these things. That's that's really the only reason why anything like this is beneficial at all. Like waking up at a specific time every day that helps biologically, but like why in the world would you want to do that? What's the benefit? Why is that good? Why, why would you want to do that? Well, it's because at least for the early aspect part of this, it's so that you actually have some dedicated time to work on the things that mean a lot to you. Whereas before it's sort of based on this willpower or, or luck Mm -hmm. if you get to work on them at all. So doing something like this guarantees you that time to work on the things that, that mean a lot to you. So that and was really important. And I think it, it, it helps change your perception of that time too. I mean, it, it, it makes it to where the thing that you do in that two hour chunk of time, you're going to do it again tomorrow and the day after and the week after and everything. And so anything you do doesn't, it no longer feels like a, success and failure or oh, right. I, I did it I, I got up and I, I I think I learned a lot or I think I did some good work or whatever it feels more like you're a scientist who's just l- figuring out what what the way is where you, right. you do what something works and what doesn't yeah. yeah and if it doesn't work it it doesn't it doesn't hurt you because you think okay that didn't work I'll do this other thing tomorrow it's like you suddenly see the the timeline as one piece rather than this yeah. kind of obsessive view of a single moment. That's been one of the biggest uh, problems or, or the most persisting problem I've had, like since the day I was born <laughs> is tying <laughs> my identity to whether or not I, I win or lose at, at this single thing right in front mm-hmm. of me. So doing something like this being in a regular routine helps me back up and see it as a whole. So yes, exactly. Um, there's c- kind of one other thing that I have started to feel about it where when you're in chaos mode where you, you have some idea of what you want, you know, I, I want to get up at a certain time and do all these things that are rewarding and beneficial to me long-term. But it's sort of day to day in terms of whether or not that happens. Like when you're in chaos mode, um, it, it takes effort and willpower to, to make those things happen. And it's not that it's zero effort or willpower after you've done it for, for weeks, but it's, it starts to get closer to zero, right? Where if if you're just getting up at the same time every morning, it starts to just become the thing you do. And it's not something you have to think about a whole lot. I mean, your your body and mind physically adapt to it. Where mm-hmm. you're, I mean, I, like I said, I just stop setting an alarm because I just wake up at that time. It, it, I don't. It's not a grind. It just happens. So now, it it used to be where the alarm would go off and I'd I'd hit the button and turn it off. I'm like, God damn it! I have to wake up. I have to leave sleep and I have to walk out of my room and get ready for the day. Ugh! I hate yeah. everything. I mean, I think that's pretty typical, but now the alarm goes off. Whether or not I'm extremely tired or not, my first thought is, oh my God, yes, I get to drink coffee. <laughs> and so I just, I get really excited about getting that cup of coffee because mm-hmm. like I've said before, I, I said it the night before and it's ready. I said it 15 minutes before I get up and then I can smell it when I wake up and I just, I get really excited to just go get the coffee. And then the whole routine is just in motion instantly. Right. And it's just the best thing. Yeah, I so I actually get excited now instead of dreading. Right. And I, I think there's something really critical there where it's like if if your if your plan is to lean on willpower for everything, it's that's a bad plan. I'm and I've even read some some research on this where I hope I can find the papers or whatever it was I was reading, but um, they were looking at people who are really successful and what what we all consider to be highly driven and motivated people. And they, they were trying to get at, you know, are they just 
do they have extra willpower? Are they just really good at doing the hard stuff? And it turns out, for the most part, no, not really. It, all the stuff that we see as being really difficult, they don't. They just kind of go, oh, yeah, it's just the, the thing I had to do. They aren't white-knuckling their way through it all. I think there's something really important there. You know, the, if, if you... Well, society kind of... I think overvalues people who wake up really early to me that's great but you know I, you might be an early riser snob but to me no, you're sleeping I, for the same chunk of time no, what's the difference i have to be well for one being uh, around yes. when the sun comes up is really nice i mean it's just it's really cool to see the sunrise it just feels so good yeah. But yeah, the other reason why I'm getting up early is because of work. I mean, it, I'm not being right. a snob about it. It's that okay. I have to get up early. Uh, okay, fair enough. Sorry. I don't want to lump you in, but I do feel sometimes a little judged that I, you know, whatever. Sleep until eight. Or... Yeah, sleep until eight when the sun has only fine. just risen. Yeah, okay. I think it's fine too. What was my point? Um, <laughs> I. There seems to be um, the the plan your your plan to the in regards to the willpower thing. Like I I think should be long term to make it to where getting up and and doing the things rather than just again being in chaos mode should not require willpower at all. Like that right is I think the end point of of any objective there is is to where whatever i do you know i personally i think both of us and really any everybody who did this it seems like sees a lot of value in that of of that consistent i wake up at this time and i do these things and then you kind of choose things that you think are valuable and and all of that right? Um, right i think the the end goal there is not to pump up your willpower to where you can just do it every day it's to where it just it doesn't it's not really a factor anymore you just right. it's just kind of what you do people were saying in the discord that they were uh excited to go to sleep so they could start the routine in the morning which is to me the the perfect uh removal of willpower like now you want to do it like there yeah. is no forcing yourself to do it you yeah. want to do it. And in a lot of ways, I I feel the same way, or I started to feel the same way, is that I'm excited to get up in the morning because there's a lot of cool things I get to do. And I've built my whole like morning... Well, th this whole thing naturally encourages you to form a morning routine. Like if you're waking up at the same time every day, right. that's the first step of your routine. So what's the next thing that you need or want to do? And then mm. you just slowly start stacking things. And, and that's what I also realized is that the time you wake up is like the thing that holds all other habits together. I mean, in a lot of circumstances, mm -hmm. because it, it sort of determines when you feel good or when you don't feel good or, or whatever. It affects the rest of the entire day. So if you have this super consistent daily thing, then everything else can kind of fall right into place and you don't have to reshift things every every single day. Yeah, I, I like what you said about control. Like that, that is such a important and not acknowledged enough feeling or perception where just the, the difference between you feeling like you are steering yourself versus, yeah. oh my God, I got I got to start work. I'm in a rush to go and I have to, it's just, it's a different, a completely different mental space to be in. There's a lot of people or a couple of people in the Discord talking about how it was really hard or basically impossible for them to wake up a little bit earlier at a specific time. And I I felt that same way or have felt that same way many, many times before. And I think my my curve is if I can force myself with the willpower or brute force, whatever, get myself out of bed for four days in a row about four days in a row, then um, then it starts to feel much better and it starts to feel feel good. But those first three, four days can yeah. be very, very tough. Actually, that that about lines up with, with what I found. You know, it's somewhere yeah. in that four or five days range where it starts to feel about right. 
I think it helps to make it a little bit easier on yourself. Like just realize that going, you know, jumping back four hours is not going to be easy. So maybe over the next four or five days, you slowly start moving it back yeah. or, or whatever. Just try to make it easier on yourself, knowing that it's a process. It's not something that's easily gotten right with just one day. Okay. So here, slightly different tack here. Um, a, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this idea that we really like and want to pursue of challenges and experiments and everything. Um, so we identified these three specific categories, right? There's experiment where you just do something to see what happens. There's challenge, which is to kind of push you into something new, uh, you know, test your limits, you know, reach a new threshold of what you've done before. And then there's habit, which is kind of the, the long form state of something, you know, the habit is just, this is the thing that I do every day and I don't think about it anymore. And I'm going to do this until I'm dead. Okay. How, how would you classify this one for you? And obviously it's not this perfect clear cut. Some things are kind of challenge and then kind of experiment and whatever, but where would you put this and, and what do you think it ought to, what, what do you want to do going forward? That is a wonderful question. And I've been asking myself that, this whole time i don't have an exact answer there's a couple problems that this doing this creates one obvious one is sleep deprivation waking up especially this early if i had a different life <laughs> this would be a little bit different if yeah. if i didn't have to you know go to work at exact times if i had a little more leeway in my schedule i could sleep in a little bit more but that's just not the case. So with me, my biggest problem affecting me today and this whole time is sleep deprivation. Like I've had way less sleep. Yeah. Like I feel in control of my life and, and things are getting done, whatever. But man, <laughs> there have been some really tough days. And yeah. people keep telling me, oh man, you look so tired. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, don't worry about it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's a major issue. And I have to figure that out. I don't think this is sustainable long-term, like to do it every single day. So what I might do and what I, I think this is, this is a big one, like waking up at the same time every day. This has been like a key that unlocks a huge, very important door or a new level in, in the pursuit of, of just being a better human or something like yeah, this yeah. is, this is substantial. But yeah, so I would, I would like to keep it around, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, I, I want to keep this up and I want to keep doing it, but I'm pretty sure if I keep doing it, I'm just going to die. Like I can't, I can't right. go this long without sleeping. So I'll probably put, I might push it back to like six, add an extra half hour. Maybe, maybe I could play around with sleeping until, you know, six or seven on a week on weekends. I don't know, like just move it one hour for the weekends or, or something. I don't know. I'll have to mess with yeah. it. But for the most part, I'm going to try to turn this into a habit that I do until... I mean, a, an hour might be kind of a lot. Right. So maybe know? just 30 minutes is enough. But it, I, something I has to happen. Right. I've also, the past couple weekends, I've, I've been able to take like a nap or two during the day of like half an hour. And that makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. um but I, I can't normally do that uh, yeah yeah 40 hour a week jobs really um limit our ability to do cool things yeah i think <laughs> i don't want to do the the blame society thing but like this is something that really works or it seems to really work for everyone who who did it it, I, I, it really I mean, seems it, to be this crazy thing if society just, has it wrong, then they have it wrong. You know, it doesn't. I, I think they got it wrong. I, I really do. I think our whole like society and culture is, is doing a lot of, they're doing a lot of things that go completely opposite to how humans actually should work. And I think that humans typically would probably get up at the same time every day. And that's just kind of how they lived. Mm -hmm. Whereas now we, you know, work like crazy on five days and then, you know, 
stay up super late and screw it all up. But yeah. I just think society's got it backwards a bit. And I got to figure out how to counteract that. It's like the problems with this thing aren't this thing. It's these external yeah. issues, which you have to take into account, like your work schedule and, and right. your social life and everything. Right. I mean, it, at the same time, if that's what you got to deal with, that's what you got to deal with. So we figure out the best thing you can do, mm-hmm. you know, acknowledging the, the circumstance. Um, well, well, what about you? Do you? Is this something that you want to do? Well, uh, okay. So, like I said, I think this was a little bit different for me. I wasn't quite as religious about it. You know, I I got really hardcore a few days into it because I, I was... It wasn't working at first, and I had to get really strict. Um, well, but you then, weren't working at first, right? Yes. Or okay, just what, <laughs> whatever. Uh, me and the challenge were not seeing eye to eye. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I got very strict. Had to kind of get over the hump a little bit of you know yeah. I don't really want to get up at this time, but I'm going to no matter what. And it kind of sucked for a few days, and then it just settles in where it's. Okay, now I'm falling asleep consistently and waking up consistently. But then I, I, like I said, I sort of stopped setting an alarm and just let myself wake up at the normal time. And there were a few times where I'd kind of lay in bed for a little while. And that. I kind of viewed this as more of the long term habit type of thing where my thinking is like, I, I could do this forever. If this was the plan for the rest of my life, great. I mean, no problem. In fact, I, I actually think what I'm going to do is move my wake-up time earlier because I'm falling asleep more quickly and I'm getting yeah. better quality sleep. So it starts to feel like I'm kind of waking up before 8.15 now, which is amazing. I can't tell you how amazing that is for me and how I really never thought I'd be saying those words. Uh, so that's awesome. So for me, I like this could easily be a long-term habit, and I think I'm going to tweak it a little bit. Um, we got to figure out daylight savings time, which is so stupid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of the, just everyone in the world knows it's stupid, and yet we all just can't seem to figure can't it out. We just meet in the middle. Yeah, just pick you know? a time. I don't. What right. I, you know, a lot of people die when you set the clocks back, like in car accidents okay. and stuff. But, okay, it's just, it's stupid, all right? I just, that's all I'll say. It's stupid. And we got that coming up in a few weeks, at least in the U.S. I'm not sure where it is, like, for the rest of the world, but um, we've got to figure that out. So I'm, I might try to walk the time back a little bit and then yeah, whatever. Anyway, this, like, I kind of treated this as habit of a thing that I could do forever and I can, like, 100%. And I, I might tweak it a little bit, but I'm very, very happy with it. And I, I don't want to have it shift around on weekends or anything. I think it, for me, I'm pretty sensitive to kind of disruptions in that cycle. And keeping it pretty mm-hmm. strict is, I think, the way to go for me. But I also kind of missed out a little bit on the that challenge, new thing to your life aspect. Where I pretty much just got up. And then I do my morning routine of walk the dog and drink coffee right. and all that stuff and then start work. So I didn't really have that other factor that I think you did and, and some other people did. So, Yeah, I realized that, that that is sort of like a separate thing. Uh, yeah, I really think it is. And, and we, we made this pretty kind of general at the start, right? We just said pick a time, wake up, that's it. Yeah. There wasn't really a whole lot of, you know, this is what you must do. So it's it really cool like... that we just kind of discovered that it seemed like at the beginning and this is totally fair because we didn't like set aside any rules or really even think it through but at the beginning it seemed like everyone including you were really thinking about it like oh well i stayed up a bit late so i'll just sleep in the next day it's not that big of a deal like this is a challenge but we don't want to yeah yeah you know you don't want to lose any sleep over it (laughs) but my thinking was the complete opposite we talked about sleep and we know how important it is but I want to explore this other idea of prioritizing the schedule and the routine and yeah. and this like regularity to your life. Like, what is what's it like if you prioritize that? One thing I found when we started prioritizing sleep is I started sleeping in more and I started feeling way better. But I also started losing everything that I cared about because all of a sudden I didn't have any time. And any time I felt a little tired, mm-hmm. I just go to sleep right sleep in and so i started getting kind of lazy 
And uh, not that I'm saying anything bad about sleep, but there's this other side of like discipline and yeah, and sticking to a schedule that I think is equally important. And so I wanted to explore that where you, you get up no matter what, even if you're really tired and want some more sleep. Not that you can do that long term, but, but that's just an aspect that I, I really wanted everyone to kind of yeah. latch on to. Well, and it's almost certainly the case that uh, life is full of trade-offs and, yes, you know, you're kind of having to figure out what's the most optimal way to approach something where you're, you're doing better in one sense and worse in another. So that's just probably doesn't work well for uh, social media engagement and whatnot of one cool trick, change your life. No, no, no. This, <laughs> this did change the way I look at things, but this right. isn't perfect. Like I said, there's, I had to sacrifice a lot. Like I am, I'm going to bed early on the weekends and I don't want to, like, I want to just stay up and watch yeah. some movies or something, but I'm like, nope, I got to go to bed. Otherwise the next day is going to suck because, right. you know, I won't get yeah. any sleep. And it, yeah, it's tough. I mean, there's days where I was really tired and I didn't feel good, but yeah, it was a big trade-off and there was some definite big sacrifices. So no, I'm not saying that this is, is foolproof. It's well, yeah. So here, here's the one uh kind of universally good free win better with no trade-off aspect of it for me which is being very very regular with the sleep and wake and there are other factors too in terms of sleep again for me i i have a hard time with it I always have uh so i gotta you know the room has to be cold it has to be dark it has to be quiet i gotta be pretty careful about what I do before bed. There, there's other things too, right? But I do think right. this is the most important thing. But going to bed, waking up at very consistent times means that my, what do they call it? Uh, time delay until sleep or whatever is shorter. Where it just, it takes okay. me less time from when I get in bed to falling asleep. To And it, when it's really good, it's, it's pretty quick. It, 10 minutes or, yeah. or less, which is unheard of for me unheard of you know it, average no. i would say is probably an hour an hour and 15 something like that before which like that's just that's free time i mean even if you don't like just ignoring yeah. anything else if i can get to sleep in 10 minutes versus an hour and 10 minutes that is one hour of life that i get for free just boom done like there's no trade-off there that's incredible and, and then there's also just the quality of sleep. Like I said, deep sleep is a little bit hard to measure. You can use fitness devices. They estimate it. They don't actually have electrodes hooked up to your brain. So it's, it's always hard to say exactly how much. But I have noticed that even on days when I get a, a decent amount of sleep, you know, seven and a half, eight hours, eight and a half hours, if the deep sleep is really short, which can happen for all kinds of reasons, uh, I don't actually feel that great. Like I slept plenty. Mm -hmm but I didn't really get good deep sleep and I don't really feel all that awesome. And I see that uh, in the numbers when I'm lifting or and that kind of stuff. So there, there's something there too, where just getting two hours of deep sleep at night really affects me. And that's again, like there's not a trade off there. If I can just optimize things where I'm getting good deep sleep, that's just better. When we had, or when we did that talk about, sleep or the just sleep episode yeah. i was talking about how i got to sleep really quickly like every night like i lay down mm -hmm. and i'm right to sleep that's what i was talking about yeah and it's great that you finally got there too during this challenge i actually ever since we've had that sleep episode i've been having trouble with it because it my schedule's been more sporadic and i just yeah. haven't been able to get to bed on time actually it probably has everything to do with me going back into the office and working every day versus working from home where I had some extra time, but that's neither here nor there, but yeah. So I've, I've kind of come away from that a bit and had some, yeah, been having some pretty big issues trying to get to sleep, but yeah, that if you can get to the point where you fall right to sleep within a few minutes of laying down, it's like magic. It's incredible. Yeah. And it, yeah, it, 
I think it's possible for for everyone. It's just I don't know. How do you think you got to that? Is it just the um, being regular with it? I so I think. I mean, I I am someone who has again spent most of my life with a lot of struggle with sleep, and I would have said a year ago, I would have said, you know what? It's just I don't think it's for everybody. Some of us just aren't good at it, and and that, certainly there are like medical conditions that you can have that prevent that, and people could be further along the spectrum than I am where you have even more trouble sleeping, but we are all mammals in the end. And, and we are kind of programmed for pretty similar things. I think in that when the sun goes down, there's not much to do. You're supposed to go to sleep and get tired. And there's all kinds of physical triggers for that and everything. Anyway, that's a vague answer to your question. Um, I was able to get there too, and it, it again, it's not always perfect. I still have kind of relapses here and there, but it's, I also it's don't want to jinx good. it. So I know, I, I know. Like tonight, <laughs> I'm going to be up all freaking night, going, yeah, "What yeah. happened?" Um, but it, it's trended towards pretty good. Uh, I think there are lots and lots of factors, and they all come into play. And he, here's the here's the biggest thing that I think is this is what really makes it hard is that you when you do something you look for an effect and if you get an effect you're like sweet it worked that's the answer uh if you do something and you don't get an effect you get the opposite feeling of wow that didn't work uh and and when you need to do something for a month or maybe not even a month but a week or two and then and then you get you start to get an effect and it's a it's a subtle effect it's a 10% improvement or a 5% improvement that makes it really tough it's hard to even tell with all the other noise going on that that really is a, a valuable thing for you to do right so it just makes it hard and i think sleep is one of those things where there's lots of things that affect it it can be different for different people at least in some ways uh, and so you you start you go to bed at a certain time when you wake up and you feel like crap because you didn't sleep enough or it's not your normal wake up time and you're like wow that sucked and then you do it again and it still sucks you're like wow this is not fun at all I really don't want to do this and that is that is just the type of thing that's very very hard to to accept as like yeah this is the thing I got to do but I think that that sleep is kind of like that so for me I, there's lots of factors. And they're not just based on my own experience, but this is also stuff you can observe. And uh, again, I, I highly, highly recommend Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Great book on sleep. He's a sleep researcher and he kind of backs up a lot of these things or all of these things really um, in terms of them being studied and being really important. But I think the most important thing is that regularity of sleep schedule. If you're sitting there oscillating by a significant amount every day, it really messes up your circadian rhythm. And we kind of talked about this last week, how there's there's like these two sides of it, of, of your conscious mind and your, your unconscious like physical processes that have to kind of meet in the middle. And it's if you're too messed up to where I go lay in bed and I'm thinking, I got to relax, I got to meditate and, and be calm and let sleep happen... And so I'm sitting there just meditating, trying to focus on my breathing, and I don't fall asleep for an hour. Forget it. Like, the anxiety is right. going to go up. I cannot sit there and meditate for one solid hour waiting for my brain to finally right. shut off. There's got to be... Start, you start associating the meditating with anxiety and... Right. Then right. you start hating that, and that just makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have to kind of have this agreement between, okay brain i'm gonna lay down and i'm gonna be calm and the lights are gonna be dim and it's gonna be cold and you're gonna go to sleep in 10 minutes and like i can offer you 10 minutes of meditation you gotta meet me halfway and like turn off by the end of that or whatever right. anyway the so the regularity of sleep is really really key and there's other things that are kind of attached to that like 
being able to relax and calm your mind and not get sucked into this vortex of existential dread. Um, there's other things that are a little bit simpler, like just making sure the room is really cold and making sure it's really dark and quiet and all that stuff. But they all fit together and they don't do anything in one night. It just, it takes a while and it kind of sucks at yeah. first and eventually you get there and it it's very, very worth it uh, if you can get there. Yeah. Okay, have we, have well, we dedicated enough of this podcast to sleep or should we keep going? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. We could rebrand as just the sleep sleep podcast. advocates, yeah. Yeah, we could talk a little quieter and a little calmer. We could do ASMR. No, we're never doing ASMR. No? No. Okay. That's probably for the okay. best. So, you plan on doing this forever? Yeah, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to tweak it a little. Uh, weirdly, I'm I, actually going to tweak it to be, yet. yeah, I'm going to tweak it to be a little bit earlier. Um, I, I'm still not... I really like the idea of just waking up when I kind of wake up. I think that's great, but I'm a little yeah. afraid that that's going to slip over time to where I'll just sleep in too much or wake up too early. So right. I, I might just like start being religious whenever I need to, to just really keep it like a hard line. You know, if I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to wake up at 745 every morning, then maybe if I start to feel like it's drifting, I'll just be um, more religious about that for a little while. I, I don't know. I want to keep it very close, but I also really like that feeling of just waking up when I wake up. Right. Yeah, I got, I got to figure out the the leeway that I can have and when I can have it to where I'm not falling off, but I'm... I mean, to me, know, if still... you could, you know, maybe move it to the right a little so you are getting more sleep and try to... Yeah. I don't know. I, I am a little jealous of that experience that you had and a lot of other people had of having that really valuable dedicated time every morning to something that you care about uh that's super appealing to me and i ha i do wasn't doing like, that do you feel like you could use that or yeah do you feel like yeah. that's something that yeah yeah no you okay, you cause... were hinting at how important like a regular schedule is every day and i'm 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 on board with that idea Okay, because in my mind, you you are on a regular schedule, but... Well, I am, okay, but... Well, I, I, okay, we, we can get into this maybe soon, but I don't really have this uh, sacred time of this me doing a thing that yeah. I really care about. Like I said, I, I've been getting up and doing my morning routine and then just going to work. And then after yeah. work, I'll, I'll get into whatever I want to get into, but... Um, well, and and that slot in the morning has changed a bit. Like like some days it's it's one thing, some days it's the, it's another. But it's always you know stuff that I really want to do that's not necessarily urgent or needs to be done, but that yeah. you know I really want to be working on. But this is the thing that I started preaching in the Discord a while ago, is that uh, someone was talking about how they never really get to work on their 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 game. Dems was. I, yeah. If I get this wrong, I'm sorry. But I think he was talking about he really wanted to work on this game. He was creating a game. Mm -hmm. But, like, he he started this full-time job. And at the end of the day, he's really tired and really worn out. So you can't really get anything substantial done on that on yeah. this personal pursuit that he has. And that's exactly what I ran into for a long time. Is I'm trying, like, you know, you go to work all day. You come home. You're exhausted. But, you know, if you ever want your... Uh, your dreams to come true you gotta yeah. brute force your way through them so you just keep trying day after day to to do this but it doesn't work because your brain is fried your yeah. energy is gone like it it just won't work so i started flipping it and doing the important stuff at the very beginning of the day and prioritizing that over everything else and if i'm a little tired at, at work or, or whatever yeah. the rest of the day screw them. it's yeah it's fine uh but the me stuff the most important stuff I get to, you know, every day, yeah. at least, the, you know, that's been the goal is to prioritize that. And it changed everything. I mean, I'm not saying it's that one trick that'll change your life, but it was that one trick that changed my life. So I started kind of uh, suggesting that to him and a couple other people had done this too. Mm -hmm. And it, it looks like he 
he's very excited about this. He flipped it to start working on it in the morning, yeah. and it, he said it yeah. changed a lot for him. So I'm really excited about that. So I want you to also do that because it works really well. Yeah. No. I'm again. I missed that part, and I'm I'm jealous, and I I'm I think that I'm gonna do that where you talked about the ridiculous dream board yeah has anyone done that by the way because i just want to stress how how uh it's so i can't even explain it i can't say that it's magic because it's not magic i just i really want everyone to try that and i haven't heard of anyone doing it at all so so it it just it felt like such a lame thing when you talked about it. I know it. it seems like a lame. Did you do it? No, but it's come No, but okay, hold on. All right. I'm just I'm telling you right now how I'm going to and how it no longer feels so lame to me. I I'm confessing and coming clean here in that okay. I actually here's what I want to do. I'm jealous of that this other thing that you and some others got out of this challenge of this sacred valuable time that you spend on just something that you value and i haven't really got that part of it so that's what i think that's how i'm going to change this in that i'm going to move it a little bit earlier not too much i i I would like to keep my eight hours of sleep but i'm going to do that i'm going to iron out a couple little wrinkles in the morning routine and everything and then i would like to block out a chunk of time maybe an hour um and and spend that you know in that very valuable non-fatigued you know good piece of the morning before i get sucked into other stuff i want to spend it on something that i think is really valuable and interesting to me personally and it's not work it's not for somebody else it's not yeah you know doing dishes or something dumb it's that and and as part of that, I'm gonna make the dream board and figure out what my biggest, wildest dreams are. I'm then, telling you, I know. It, it, I know it just sounds wishy-washy and stupid, but it it like hacks into your subconscious a bit, like in some weird way. It it allows you, your brain can experiment with these weird thoughts and these, I don't know, just these weird things that you want to do. You just sort of enter into this part of your brain that you haven't that you're afraid to go into it's like a safe and that safe holds like your identity of who you are i know you're ro- rolling your eyes and no, I'm, just, I'm just i'm listen not for a second i'm not really okay. rolling my eyes <laughs> it it's like a safe in your head that holds your identity and there's a couple little slips of paper that have like you know i want to be a good artist or or whatever like on there and another piece of paper is probably like I want to be a good musician or or whatever. Whatever has become my identity is locked in this thing. And you never change it and you never revisit it. It just stays there. And it it sort of like fields every decision that you ever make. And you don't really access it at any time. But if you make the stupid, ridiculous dream board, sounds really stupid. If you just do it for some reason... Your, your brain, like, allows you to experiment with those types of thoughts, like these really core beliefs that you have that are so old and foreign to you that you don't even realize they're there anymore, and just starts to play with them. And they become, like, malleable again. And your decision-making starts to change. It's really weird. Just do it. <laughs> okay, look. I, again, I think you're right. I'm admitting that you're right. And... The fact that I'm kind of low-key afraid to do that makes me think that you're sort of onto something. I was also really afraid to do it. And it's like, why the hell would I write this down? It's so stupid. I'll never do it. I don't want to do it. Just write it down and make like a big list of all of these ridiculous things that you kind of want to do just for fun. You don't have to show anyone. But just oh, I do won't. it. I won't. Don't worry. No. I, yeah, okay. It's, it's tough. I'm going to do that. Okay. And then I'm going to put it... This is what my plan going forward after this month is I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to dedicate an hour before anything else other than just the normal little wake up, walk the dog routine. Dedicate an hour to something that fits into the secret vault of identity dream board thing. Okay? Yes. All right. Approved. Yeah. Cool. 
Thank you. And you okay. probably need to sleep a little more. Yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a big goal of mine. But, I, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, how about we wrap this up? Um, well, what are we doing are, we for said... March? Okay. Because that's exciting. The plan for March. And I should get some stuff figured out here. Um, this has always stuck with me for some weird reason. I mean, for years. I read the book Dracula a long time ago. And one of the characters, I'm going to read it as soon as I can pull up the quote. One of the characters is writing a letter to another character. And this is part of the book, right? Like you're reading letters and that's kind of how the story is told. Sorry, I have to read my phone's like, it's too late. You can't be using it. I'm like, shut up. Just (laughs) let me use it. Uh, Okay. So here's the quote and then we'll get into what the challenge is. Uh, This is Mina writing a letter to Lucy and Mina's husband is named Jonathan. So hopefully that'll make it make a little more sense. Okay. He and I sometimes write letters in shorthand and he is keeping a stenographic journal of his travels abroad. When I am with you, I shall keep a diary in the same way. I don't mean one of those two pages to the week with Sunday squeezed in a corner diaries, but a sort of journal which I can write in whenever I feel inclined. I do not suppose there will be much of interest to other people, but it is not intended for them. I may show it to Jonathan someday if there is in it anything worth sharing, but it is really an exercise book. I shall try to do what I see lady journalists do, interviewing and writing descriptions and trying to remember conversations. I am told that, with a little practice, one can remember all that goes on or that one hears said during a day. So this this always stuck with me because I wanted to see if that was true. I was thinking, well, what if I did write down a bunch of conversations or or observations I made during the day? Like, would my memory really get better? And, and so for for years, on and off, I've kept journals and written things, and I think I think it makes a big difference, but I don't want to make any, any claims or anything. So recently I started journaling again and writing down a lot of thoughts I have and, and this type of thing. And I want everyone else to experience the same thing that I'm experiencing. So the challenge for March is to get yourself a journal or a little sketchbook, Blake notebook or whatever. These are the ones I use. They're like pocket-sized moleskins that are plain really easy to write in get yourself one of those something similar and just write about (laughs) this is probably a little vague help me out but write about either your the day that you just had conversations you've had or observations of a place that you visited like a, a room you walked into see if you can recall what that room is like see if you can recall a conversation uh recall how you felt in a certain situation um so I think the plan is sort of to do it at the end of the day, spend however much time you want to on it. But every day you try to recall things that happened earlier in the day. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Okay. So the, the main kind of key things are, um, there, there's kind of two, I, I guess, two ways to, that you could be writing things down. One is sort of the the forward-looking perspective where maybe at the start of the day you say, I want to do this and do that. And it's almost a to-do list type thing. And that I think is not what you're after, right? Uh, right. This is this is more of a retrospective of here's what happened. Here's what I recall from this event. Here's this significant moment that happened today or, or whatever. And the, yeah. the, the intent is kind of memory and reflection and almost synthesis of what what actually happened yeah but it could be as deep as you know all the feelings you felt on that and what you think should happen and whatever whatever you want but it could also be as simple as like i ate a banana today in which trash can did i throw that banana peel away (laughs) you know like like whatever it could be that simple but it's it's just to start thinking about memory. Like, what do you remember? What do you not remember? Why do you remember that, you know? Like, just start paying attention to that. Does that yeah. sound good? Yes, it does. So, no no hard rules then. It does, there's no fixed length. You could do 
a sentence yeah. or two, or you could do pages and pages if you want, but it needs to be every day. It needs to be written down. Are you okay with me typing rather than writing in a journal? I'm not not saying I necessarily no. No, will. No, no, no. I think it needs to be handwritten. And there's we can talk about the reasons why, but I, okay. I really right. think it should I'll, be handwritten. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Okay. All right. I'm glad you accept. Okay. Um, and then, okay. And then also for our book club, we will be reading Dracula cool. for the month of March. And I was reading this, this blog post about how memory is this huge theme throughout Dracula. And I haven't read it in a long time, but while reading it, think about memory and start analyzing what's going on in the story and how it pertains to memory. Okay. So month of March memory. I and Dracula. I I also read Dracula very 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 long ago. Um but I'm super excited to read it. Again, it's probably been 20 years and I love just the con like the memory and just thinking about how utterly vital that is to us and our identity and everything we do. So I'm I'm thrilled that you right. picked this for us. All right, so that's March. That's what we're doing. We're reading Dracula and journaling. Right. Our self-help podcast will now be reading Dracula. All right. So, that's kind of cool, yeah. right? I think it's pretty as... cool, yeah. All right. All right, any yes. closing thoughts? Is that, is that where we're at? No, I think that's pretty good. Let, well, also, okay, let us know what your experience was uh, with the sleep thing. And yeah. I mean, specifically what what the uh, experiment results are in terms of what it revealed to you and then also uh, what you would like to do going forward, you know, in terms of long-term rest of your life habit. Yeah. Okay. On any platform, YouTube comments are great. Discord, join our Discord, talk in there, or podcast review or whatever, or email, anything. But I would love to hear what, what people thought about this. Yeah, me too. This was a really fascinating one for me. All right, we'll see you next week.